Welcome to Solo 2.0, an empowerment podcast hosted by two sisters living in LA, making their way through the health and wellness world. I'm Ryan Birch. And I'm Jess Dukan. Each week, we're committed to bringing you conversations with risk-taking, resilient guests from diverse backgrounds, interviews with experts on controversial or misunderstood topics that will expand your perspective, and lively roundtable discussions with our mom, hormone health educator, Candace Birch. We're driven to provide the support and motivation needed to ignite growth, confidence, and purpose so you can step into that 2.0 version of you. We can't wait to dig into these conversations and hope you'll join us every week for a new episode. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Solo 2.0 podcast. I'm Jess Sukan, holistic health coach and founder of Body Bliss by Jess. And I'm Ryan Birch, co-founder of Your Hormone Balance. Today we have Matt Lombardi on the podcast. Matt is the co-founder of Beam, a CBD brand that offers natural, organic, phytocannabinoid-rich CBD products for wellness, rest, and athletic recovery. Beam's products are THC-free and include tinctures, salves, protein bars, bundles, and blends. Both Matt and his co-founder, Kevin, are former professional athletes who decided to start a CBD company after realizing the power of the plant to reduce symptoms that they were individually experiencing, impacting their athletic performance and their daily lives. In this episode, we discuss how they met and started the business, what CBD is, the difference between THC and THC-free CBD, the current legalities around a CBD product. Uh, We talk about common CBD misconceptions and stigmas. We talk about labels, understanding labels, why lab testing is important and questions to ask when choosing your next CBD product. Uh, We talk about common testimonials they receive from clients and Matt shares more about the two new products they actually launched yesterday, including one powdered blend for sleep that includes CBD, magnesium, melatonin, and L-theanine, and another blend for clarity during the day, which is a powder with CBD and adaptogens. If you'd like to try these new these new blends or any of Beam's products, they're actually giving our listeners 15% off with code SOLOPODCAST. So remember that. And we'll also be doing a giveaway with Beam this Sunday for a six-pack of their bars, one of their salves, and a tincture on Instagram. Uh, and a tincture, and that will be, again, this Sunday, November 24th. So check our Instagram at SOLO2.0PODCAST for rules of entry. But before we get into this episode... Jess, why don't you kick off our pearl of wisdom for the week? Yeah. So one thing that I didn't get to mention in the episode that I feel is really important is often we decide that something doesn't work for us, like maybe a supplement or a workout routine or a certain food or maybe a tea. I hear this all the time from my clients and I've done it before in my own personal life too. And so if we don't think that something works right away or after trying it for a couple of weeks, we call it quits and maybe we decide that it's just a marketing ploy or it's not worth the hype. But if you really want to change how you feel long-term, you really have to be willing to make changes in all areas of your life. life. Otherwise, you're really not going to see results. So, you know, you hear that example all the time of, you know, you can't work your way out out of a bad diet. So you can't eat fast food all day long and then try to work it off, um, by killing yourself at the gym, because even if you see a little bit of results, it's going to end up being so much more frustrating than anything else. And it's going to fizzle and die. 
So a couple examples I have for you with CBD specifically is the first one's around sleep. So let's say that you're taking CBD or you want to try CBD because you have trouble sleeping, but you're staying awake until 1am on your phone or your laptop. Well, the blue light coming from those screens is going to shut down melatonin production, which is your master sleep hormone. And then let's say maybe you're also working on your laptop, which a lot of my clients have told me they do up until they go to bed. So sending emails, um, or maybe you're watching a disturbing show that has murders in it. Um, or you're watching the news, which is often really depressing and that can create anxious dreams or even nightmares that can wake you up and disrupt your sleep. Other things that can affect your sleep would be eating a giant meal before bed. So your body has to digest while you're sleeping or having too much sugar, which can create insulin spikes in the night, which will then wake you up, spike your cortisol levels and make it really hard for you to fall back to sleep and get into that deep REM state. So my point is really that just taking a CBD alone won't solve your insomnia and it will take a multi-pronged approach and then also figure out what dosage works for you, which we do talk about in this episode. So if you can create a calming sleep routine that involves maybe dimming the lights an hour before bed or using blue light filters on your screens and keeping the electronics out of your bedroom, maybe you, you know, put on lotion on your face and kind of like spend time with a skin routine Maybe you read a book and you drink a sleepy time tea and you put a few drops of your CBD in that. And that is all together a really nice ritual. And that sort of holistic approach will create this really nice habitual sleep routine. And then you'll probably find that there's a huge difference. Um, and then one other quick example I want to give from my own life is, and I touch on this very quickly in the episode, is that I have a deep seated fear of flying and I have been really desperate to figure out what to do to help this fear because I love traveling. And in the past, I've, you know, tried a couple of drops of CBD and been like, oh, it doesn't work. I was still afraid. But obviously this is a deep seated fear. And it happened about six years ago as a result of a traumatic brain injury, which I won't go into right now. But um, each time I get on the plane, I'm filled with anxiety and fear and I have all these crazy morbid thoughts. So you know, CBD alone is not going to get rid of that. And so I just got back from Europe and on my trip to Europe, I really prepared this time. I took advice from my Reiki healer, Hey, who we had on the podcast and I brought comforts from home. So I created like a little comfort pack and things that would create a safe space. Like when I felt scared or stressed, I would hold on to a crystal just to like have something tangible to have in my hand. I downloaded some fun podcasts that I could play as soon as the plane took off and I dropped CBD under my tongue periodically throughout the flight. And then I also had some peppermint essential oil that I could breathe in when I felt scared. And so I don't think, again, that the CBD alone will take away, away this deep-seated fear because I have to do the work to get through it via energy healing, preparation, and also maybe therapy. But incorporating this as a part of my flying rituals will definitely make a difference in the long run. That's such a great point and really feeds into what I was going to say really well, because I'm going to be really honest in this episode and open up about some, or right now, I guess, open up about some challenges I've had around sleep. And 
um, the reality was that I was going for the quick fix and Mm -hmm. only that I had terrible habits around nighttime and I'm still working on that. I am so far from where I was with that. Um, you know, my whole life I've had sleep issues and, and it is inherited. I believe, I mean, our dad has insomnia. It's interesting because his issue is not falling asleep. It's that he wakes up in the middle of the night, like three or 4am can't go back to bed. And it's, it's a really, really chronic problem. And we keep, you know, CBD has actually helped him a lot, but, but it's, it's an ongoing thing that he has to deal with. And my whole life I've struggled to fall asleep. And, uh, I think it's just cause my mom, my mind really, really wanders and, you know, I've gotten in these habits sometimes in the past of like journaling late at night, which turns into like things I need to do, which really doesn't calm the mind and just creates stress and anxiety. Racing brain. Racing brain. And that I think has been one of the top contributors, but just to give a little backstory, this is something I've always dealt with. It's always taken me often at least an hour to fall asleep and my whole life. And then cut to more recently in the last five years, having all of these stressful job changes. And especially after I left the event producer job and was blogging and doing all of these odd jobs at the same time and side hustles and I, I, I wasn't focused on one thing. I was too scattered and focused on a million things. And I just got into this place where there were days on end where I was not sleeping. I was a wreck. Like I was my, I remember at one point my eyes were just bloodshot. I felt like a crazy person and I found a doctor and I went to her and she gave me Ambien prescription. And that's when it kind of started this little addiction. And, um, I was just taking Ambien to sleep. I couldn't, I couldn't sleep without it. And then that went on for a while. And instead of changing my habits around sleep, I just relied on that. You know, I kept working really late. I kept burning the candle at both ends and being on my phone and watching TV, you know, on my computer until the very last moments. And I remember Thomas always being like, why don't you like, don't journal before bed. It obviously makes you anxious, but I was just so stuck to my ways. Yeah, it was a habit and it was so stuck to my ways. And so I relied on that for a while. Then I switched insurance, uh, to Kaiser and they wouldn't give me a full month of Ambien. They'd only give me 15 days, but she added Xanax and she said, Oh, well, why don't you take this when you're anxious at night? So this is a whole new thing. So then I started taking that and alternating that with Ambien and sometimes both if one wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. And so that went on for a long time, especially in my last job when I was working in a catering company, had a lot of intense anxiety around that job, um, for a lot of reasons. And I just relied on it again. And at a certain point I got a notification that I needed to go back to see the doctor to get like a re-up on the prescription. And I was already feeling so incredibly guilty about this because obviously our mom has raised us on everything natural Mm -hmm. and I am such an all natural person otherwise, but this was like my little secret, you know? And so I had this insane amount of guilt, but I just felt like this is my little like tool to get me through this period of time. Just to say not sleeping is the absolute worst. I'm so fortunate that I've never had sleeping issues. And I can say when I was in Italy, because of the time change, I could not sleep. Mm -hmm. And I remember messaging you, like, I totally get it. I ended up taking sleeping pills that were prescription strength because my melatonin, which normally would work and my evening rituals weren't working. Yeah. It's it's, the worst on vacation. I get it. It's like, it's so, you're so desperate and, and it's, 
I mean, and the more time that goes on that you're not sleeping, you're like watching the clock. Yeah. And it's like, I have five hours. And it's it's desperation. It's desperation and it becomes an obsession anytime. Like if I'm somewhere where I don't have the pills with me or something, this is how I would be. It's like, you're so fixated on it that your mind stops being able to sleep or calm down on its own. Mm -hmm. Without a pill, I would just be thinking... Or I would try nights where without taking the pill and then I would just the whole night be like, you need it. You're not going to sleep without it. You need it. You need mm-hmm. it. It's like this crazy voice that never stops. And so I was in that bad place for a while. And then there was just that turning point where essentially the insurance wanted to like see me again. And I could have sold her on giving me another prescription, but I essentially was just like, no, take this as a time to stop. And around that same time, I believe dad started telling me about how CBD was working for him and I ordered some and it, it made a huge difference right away. Just the depth, like the deep sleep. The thing is, is that it doesn't help you fall asleep. So I ultimately, during this period of time, the turning point was, okay, CBD will help me achieve like a deeper sleep, a higher quality sleep so that I feel better the next day. Once I, even if I have less hours, I'm feeling better then. It was just, a, it was a part of it. I would say though, that it can help you fall asleep in some ways because it's not like a sleeping pill where it would help you fall asleep. But if it's helping to ease your anxiety, which is the reason you're not able to fall asleep, right. that could then help you to fall asleep. Yeah, I actually do think you're right. I think that it became like, I'm taking something and... I think at first I didn't understand that it didn't help me sleep so, or that because Matt explains in this episode, CBD is not really, it's not like a sedative. It doesn't, right. it, it helps you get into deeper REM, but you're right. It almost like that mental thing of you're taking something and I'm going to sleep well was part of it. And then it was changing my habits and it was definitely allowing time to slow down to just, you know, just spend time with Thomas before bed or you go for a walk, whatever. I got blue blocking glasses mm-hmm. so that if I am looking at my phone or, uh, you know, looking at the TV that, that, that light is blocked doing some reading before bad. We got Himalayan salt lamps in the room and I think that's crucial. I still notice that my sleep is really impacted if I work too late at night. Um, and then the other thing I will give credit to, to marijuana. I, (laughs) I haven't talked about it, but I am a huge fan of marijuana. It has helped me sleep. Um, immensely. It also helps me be extremely creative. It helps me access like uh, part of myself. It's almost like my innermost voice that I just can't access in other ways. And, and so it is legal here. It is legal here. California. So for those that are uncomfortable with it, um, I understand there's still a stigma around it, but it has been really helpful in my life. But there is a flip side. Sometimes it can make the anxiety worse. So uh, weed also helps me is a part of my nightly routine, but that feeds into this conversation about CBD. Beam is very specifically a non-THC company. They work with athletes. A big part of their marketing strategy is that they have amazing athletes that use these products and that can't, you know, can't be using THC because they get drug tested too, you know, and they probably just don't want to. So my experience is separate, but what I was going to say is that because I've always use marijuana as a part of calming down or to help sleep at different times. I was skeptical about CBD myself because I felt like 
okay, there's no way it's going to be as strong as what I'm used to, you know, and, and how could it work better than marijuana? So, uh, but, but it, it's extremely different. And although I think now I look more uh, at weed as like a way of just kind of shifting into my like calm and creative mind, it's not, I think it's definitely not helping get into those deep stages of REM. That is exactly what CBD does and helps you wake up just feeling, really like you got an amazing night's sleep. So as I mentioned in this episode too, Thomas is skeptical about CBD and recently started using it. And it's like, he admits that it can't be a placebo, that it's just such a noticeable difference in the quality of sleep, sleep plus the dreams that you have. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's my long winded experience with sleep issues, CBD. And I encourage you if you have any um, issues to, to look into CBD and really pay attention to the quality and hopefully look to beam, you know, they, they are obviously triple lab testing their products and just providing a really high quality product Mm -hmm. that you can rely on and stick around for the end of this episode as well, because we're going to be going over some of the common CBD terms, because this can be a lot to understand. We just want to make sure you walk away feeling really clear about CBD and what it does. So with that, we hope you enjoyed this episode with Matt Lombardi of Beam. Hi, Matt. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yes, we are so grateful that you made time to come in, even though you're shortly here in town. And I know you have a new product launching or products launching this week. Products. Yep. Thursday. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. And I'm just so grateful to Erica, who's a good friend of mine, for Mm -hmm. connecting us. I know she works with you guys, does a lot of events around LA, and she just raves so much about you and Kevin and the company culture Mm -hmm. and how you're growing this business, the quality of the products. And she was starting to explain to me the difference between the caliber of your product and kind of others on the market. And I sort of stopped her and was like, I actually would just rather, if it's possible, have them on and ask them these questions because I'm a CBD user and I'm so confused by the different brands, different types, how much to take. So I was thrilled when she said that you guys were up for it. And uh, we have a lot of questions to get into kind of CBD 101. Mm But to start, we'd love to hear more about your background and kind of what you were doing before you met Kevin and started this business. Yeah, so <clears throat> Kevin and I go, we go, we go way back. So Kevin and I were both grew up in the Boston area. We both went to Boston College. Okay. I played hockey at BC. Kevin played baseball. Um, we were fortunate to play professionally for a number of years after. And it was funny. We had classes together at school. We saw each other a lot. We were close, but we weren't nearly as close as we are now. We have some funny stories from failed group projects, and who would have thought about 10 years later we started a business together? Um, <laughs> but it's kind of serendipitous. Kevin, one of Kevin's teammates, it was someone that was one of my roommates with my hockey teammates, and he's kind of been like the glue that brought Kevin into our circle and all these different things. But So Kevin moved into an apartment building in Boston about four years ago, and I was moving out of it. So we overlapped for about a month, and... At the time, he was training for an Ironman with his now wife, and I would just jump in and work out with him, and we just instantly bonded, hit it off. I think given, you know, our being former athletes and things like that, our lifestyle, our focus on wellness, all that stuff, we just became instant best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had been talking for a while about wanting to do something in the wellness space together. Um, I'm sure similar to the conversations you guys have had mm-hmm. before you've launched all these things. And um, we were training for the Boston Marathon together a couple of years ago, and... 
Kevin stopped playing baseball due to injuries. He had Tommy John, which is a common surgery that pitchers get. I had a concussion, um, mm-hmm. pretty bad concussion my last year playing. And Damn. But since then, we've just been CrossFit. He's done some Ironmans. We did a marathon. Um, we've remained pretty active. And so we started to read about CBD. And given our athletic backgrounds, we also, as consumers, were just like, what the hell is this stuff? Does it get me high? <laughs> you read so many benefits about it. How does it work? Um, so it's kind of funny to think back when we were consumers, given like the knowledge that we have now. Um, yeah. But it was funny. We just, we, we'd been reading about it. We were very standoffish at first and then ended up trying a few different brands, a few different products, tinctures, capsules, things like that. Found that some products seemed to be really helpful and others not so much. The efficacy was just like all over the charts. And also too, from a brand perspective, a lot of the brands were very medicinal and medical feeling, either having like the word CBD in the name or some form of cannabis in the name. And that just says like a consumer... For our lifestyles, active athletics, it just didn't really resonate with us. Um, And so we kind of took a step back and given we had been wanting to do something together, we're just like, I think this is, this is the thing. It's, you know, we really have come to believe that cannabinoid CBD in particular hold really powerful benefits to unlock human health and, um, and human wellness. And we saw such a really cool opportunity to really combine our passions and interests to create products that we wanted to use. Like we weren't really finding anything in the market at the time that we wanted to use. It was more just what was available mm-hmm. um, with CBD and in, in terms of like form factor and, and things like that, ingredients, the type of CBD, what else was in it. Um, and so we saw a really cool opportunity too then um, to combine like the packaging, the brand, the messaging, like what, what became Beam, what it was going to be about, who we wanted to serve, the values we wanted to have as a business. Um, we really saw, and again, this is two years ago too, looking at oh, wow. where it is today. And, oh, yeah really thinking then, um, you know, there seems to be such a cool way to maybe pioneer this more as like a lifestyle supplement versus it's like medicine, something I'll take before I go to bed or something that I take for, to relax and to chill out. Cause it wasn't quite from all the research and everything we're understanding. It's not quite about how CBD works. And so at the time, Kevin was, um, in, in tech sales and software sales and doing really well, had a very good job, was, had a nice lifestyle from his, from his career. And I, at the time, was just getting out of a relationship with someone where I also had a, had a business we were engaged and um, I'm unengaged. So the, end of the relationship ended and obviously the business didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of coming out of this thing and this idea of like starting from scratch again um, was a little bit daunting and overwhelming. It's not quite sure if I wanted to do that. or I knew I did kind of inside, but it was kind of also just thinking like, I don't know, it was just overwhelming at the time. And then Kevin you know, this idea of like leaving a very good full-time job that he has. So we kind of came at it from different angles at different points in our life. And, um, but we both just said, let's, let's do this. Um, and we just jumped in and it's actually been, I think today it's been a year to the date since we sold our first product. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, We planned it perfectly. Yeah. So this is (laughs) Beam's birthday. Uh, I think looking, uh, it's funny the first, the first, so we talking about like building a brand and like how people judge your book by its cover and, people's first impressions on things really matter we didn't want to go so our first we say our first night out in the wild we went to a core power yoga class in boston and we didn't want to have just like your typical tablecloth and like roll-up table and look like we didn't know what we were doing and so we bought this desk on wayfair and it's kind of like has this like nice elegantness to it i'll show you a picture after but um it was like white and had like wood and all these different things we bought one of those things with the letters and it turns the yeah. light on. So we had like our Instagram up. We had little fake plants. Like you would never have thought Kevin and I would have done this. Um, 
but we Little just designers at heart. Exactly. <laughs> but we just, we just knew like people's first impressions matter, especially in this space with, with these products. So, yeah. And then Thursday, um, we launched two new products and it's a innovative products in the space and we can talk more about it later, but, yeah. and it's in conjunction with launching this new brand campaign we're doing called Pursuit for Better. And it's at this venue in New York and it's this like long rectangle room. We made a, a mini documentary with one of our athletes, Matt Frazier, who's a CrossFit Games champion. And it's just like to think like a year ago we had this dinky desk that we were like carrying around Boston like idiots. <laughs> and now like a year later, almost on the day, we have this like room. It's going to be like showing content like on every like wall to wall. We have this. It's like a small wedding. We have this like dinner that's catered. We launch these products. We, we premiere this film that we just created. Um, we kick off this campaign. So it's been in like, it feels like it's been 12 years. What a whirlwind. I'm so been. impressed yeah. by all you've lot, done. Sorry. No, not at all. It's no. so interesting. We need all that background. Yeah, I'm so impressed by what you've done in a sh- I didn't realize it had just been two years. Mm-hmm. And was it just the two of you for a while? I, mean, I know you have a team now. Yeah, um, it was. And we had an agency in Boston that we've been working with that we still do. And, and on, it's kind of funny. It's not your typical agency model, but they're essentially part of our team. Mm-hmm. Um but we worked with them from the beginning from branding and social, again, like really wanting to establish credibility through the brand and our story. Um, so it was about two years ago that we started to really look at the space and understand it and do our research and I would say like become obsessed with it. And then it was a year ago that we launched um, and actually had the business and sold our first product. So it's been, it's been interesting in a lot of ways. It sounds like you had a bit of an entrepreneurial background, but mm-hmm. maybe Kevin didn't as much. Sales or more in sales. And and so how did you, you know, what were some of the first steps that you took to grow your business? Because Mm -hmm. I think that that can be really overwhelming for someone maybe thinking about it. Mm -hmm. How did you know where to start? Yeah, Yeah. that's a great question. We talk a lot about this and I think it's, we talk about it too, just like our company culture. Um, it's so easy to get paralyzed by how do I do something? Um, whether it's like a specific role or how to start a business or how to take that first step into what you want to do. Um, with us in particular, when we're thinking about, okay, let's do this, we did all of this research. We figured out manufacturing different types of oils and the quality and like banking and payment processing. And it's like a bear of a, in this particular industry, like figure all this stuff out. It's not just like creating an apparel company or like a product. At the time, CBD was a schedule one substance. So mm-hmm. technically we're selling drugs. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but we, you know, so many people are like, oh, it's so saturated. It's such a, you know, crowded market. How's your guys' stuff going to be different? How are you going to make sales? How are you going to do X, Y, and Z? And, um, you know, both friends and family, even Kevin and I just asking ourselves these questions. We didn't have the answers to everything. But I think one of the best things that we do as business partners, as a business and our culture, and even as we continue to grow, is we just get moving on stuff. And it doesn't have to be, like, the perfect solution. It doesn't have to be the right action item. But we just get moving. And before we started this, I was telling you guys, we literally mess everything up whenever we launch a new product, whenever we do anything, like we always have mistakes. Um, but I think the biggest thing is just, there's not a black and white. It's just like come up with an action plan, just start chipping away at it. And we found success with that. Like just literally just start working. Um, and then you just learn over the, over a period of time, you see what results you're getting, you change your strategy, see what results you're getting, change your strategy until you get it right or until you get what you want. And I think that's, well, that can be specific to what we did with Beam. I think that's with anything. You want to start a business. You want to take the next step. You want to launch a podcast. I'm sure you guys, I'm sure plenty of people said, oh, like, do we need another podcast? There's a lot of Definitely. podcasts out there. And I think it's awesome. You just started doing it. Like, yeah, Who true. cares? And we always, 
forget where we got it from, but when people kept telling us like, oh, there's so many CBD companies, there's so many mm-hmm. CBD companies, we're like, oh, well, there's always room for the best. And I so, like that. That's a good yeah. answer. So we've kept that kind of close to us as like our, like, yeah, there is a lot, but there's always room for the best. That mm-hmm. is so true. And I love that about Start Somewhere because so much of the time you can just feel, yeah, overwhelmed. It's like, I don't know this, and you throw your hands up. But I think it starts with just a simple Google search with mm-hmm. what you're confused about. Yeah. You can usually find an article, and then there's an action step within that. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. you can do. And there's always and one thing that we've been really appreciative to over the journey of being so far is, like, people want to help you. Yes. Um, yep. And we remember, like, very specific people throughout our journey, like, a year ago and even today that their time, their guidance, their feedback. And so like, again, like whatever it is, like you can always find someone who's done something similar or done that exact same thing. And just, how did you do this? Like how, mm-hmm. for us, it was about manufacturing and like labeling and packaging and ingredients and all these different things, stuff that we didn't have experience in at the time. Um, and so we found that to be helpful. Just ask people. I remember, I think we posted something on Instagram a while ago, just kind of saying, Hey, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're trying to build. And we share like a very grandiose vision behind it. And this is like, maybe 10 months ago, so, like, relatively soon, and just to kind of, like, put ourselves out there, some people probably read and thought it sounded stupid, but we also had a bunch of people message us and be like, hey, like, I'd love to help you guys, um, so just, just ask. Yeah. yeah, that's something we talk a lot about, too, is just asking, when you reach out to people, they want to share their knowledge, mm. and so if you take an interest and you're like, wow, what you're doing is so cool, I want to learn more, most people are totally willing to help. Yeah. Be a and mentor. Yeah. yeah. And then they potentially, you know, maybe collaborate with you later on. And, and mm-hmm. that's maybe how you grow a team. Yeah. So I think it is just putting yourself out in the community and just, I mean, it seems like you're a really nice guy. I'm sure your partner <laughs> is too. And so just being that kind of vibrant personality helps mm-hmm. a lot as mm-hmm. well. I'm sure at some point someone's going to ask you like, how'd you get all this equipment? Like what equipment do I use? And they want to start right. a podcast. Like when I, I, hadn't, I haven't done a podcast with this much technical support. And so it's like, if I want to start a podcast, I wouldn't know what the hell to do or yeah, probably we, ask you guys. We can back you up because yeah. we started with some bad equipment. Yeah. So this yeah. is round two. That, or, your bad equipment was our desk that we bought in Wayfair. <laughs> I love that. So I'm curious about your individual experiences with CBD itself. Mm-hmm. I know that it helped you as an athlete and mm-hmm. I've read up on, on it, but yeah. How, how me personally? Yes. Yeah. When did you discover and, and Kevin as well? Yeah. So it was both when you're training for the marathon for me, and I, I can share Kevin's story. I've heard it enough. I know it pretty well, too. <laughs> um, but for me personally, so I played hockey, and my knees, I've had tendonitis in my knees. And with hockey, you really don't do any long-distance training. And so I'm doing this marathon, and I think before training first, I really don't think I had run more than, like, maybe three or five miles. And that, that was, like, a daunting run for me at the time. And, like, my knees are killing me, my ankles, my Achilles, everything, just, like, flaring up with tendonitis, inflammation, all these different things. And... Um, so I personally found, like, I started using these tap capsules. I actually got it Air One here in Santa Monica as a consumer. And yeah. I just found, like, after, I think it was, like, a week or so, I just, like, consistently was using it. I was like, oh, my knees feel kind of better. Um, mm-hmm. I remember trying a different product, and this is like, my knees don't feel any better. Went back to that product, tried a few others, and just, again, like, kept experimenting with it, trying a few topicals, and then I just found, like, such benefits with it. And then... I started using it in different use cases, so, like, before bed and just, like, when I was traveling and things like that, and just found, like, wow, like, really fine that I'm having just better quality sleep. And, again, like, trying other products where I didn't find that same efficacy from it. With Kevin, it's really interesting. So he's been a chronic migraine sufferer to the point where he's gotten, like, MRIs. Like, he couldn't figure out what the heck was wrong with him going to doctors. It's kind of scary. And, like, yeah. you know, I haven't luckily suffered from migraines, but, like, when he would get them, he's, like, debilitated for the rest of the day. Um, and so... 
and he was finding too that a lot of his migraines were usually caused after a CrossFit class. And so I remember he was seeing one person was like, so you figured out that CrossFit's causing your migraines. He's like, yeah. And he's like, why don't you stop going to CrossFit? Um, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, since we've sourced Beam, since we started creating our products, he hasn't had a migraine. Um, Which so, is, sorry to interrupt um, you, that's just so interesting to me because mm-hmm. I, a big part of my story is mm-hmm. that I developed debilitating migraines when I was in a stressful career. And it was a lot of different triggers and factors, but mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're saying because I got MRIs I was like there's something going on with my brain like I'm gonna die at different Mm -hmm. points you know and just like being so desperate to find a solution because I would lay in a dark room for four days sure I'd kick my husband out of the place because I couldn't talk to anybody Mm -hmm. I couldn't eat Mm -hmm. so that's really a lot of medications she was given Vicodin and all of this stuff I was oh yeah so crazy I was given Vicodin Imitrex I mean I've been on And I would take it because I'm like, I just need relief. I have Mm -hmm. a full-time job. I know this isn't getting to the root, but just give it to me because no Mm -hmm. one's giving me answers. Mm -hmm. So I really had to take matters in my own hands. And it was really like an elimination diet, quitting the job, a bunch of different relieving stress that helped me to get rid of it. But I've been really curious about CBD for migraines because I still do get some pretty bad headaches. And I kind of know how to control them now. Mm -hmm. I know which triggers build up. I know a lot of it is stress-related. But, yeah, I would love to learn more about that side of it as yeah, well. Yeah, maybe this can be my quick CBD 101. Um, so we were talking before we hopped on. So, like, it's so technical, and there's so much detail within this. And I think one of the things that we try to do with Beam is just humanize CBD, that it's not this drug, it's not this, like, scary thing, that it really is just, like, a wellness supplement. And high level, so you have the cannabis family plants, and you have hemp and you have marijuana. In both of those plants, you have a bunch of cannabinoids. Cannabinoids are just compounds in the plants. And I just say, like, think of, like, we have cells and atoms in our body. Like, it's almost like what cannabinoids are in in cannabis in a way. So just a bunch of compounds. And in hemp, there's really high amounts of CBD, really low amounts of THC. In marijuana, it's essentially just reversed. There's really high amounts of THC. THC is a cannabinoid. I'm sure you guys know that has a psychoactive Mm -hmm. effect. It gets gets you high. Um, All of our products are hemp-based. And one of our charters... Well, I'll, I'll stay on my CBD 101. <laughs> so CBD is really cool. So in our bodies, we have what's called an endocannabinoid system. And essentially, think of that as this thing that is just regulating our body. And some people say it's like homeostasis, but just keeping our body in balance, like how we deal with stress, manage anxiety, our body's going to sleep, inflammation, digestion, aches, pains, all these different things. Our body is just operating and like doing different things to deal with different functions or help your body function a different way. What's really cool is that CBD has the same transmitters and, and components to it that our body naturally has. So we always just boil it down. Think of CBD as like engine oil for your engine. It's just helping your body operate the way that it should be because we get stressed. We work a lot. We get tired. We work out hard and get tired. We have inflammation from diet or from exercise, all these different things. And so our ECS system just kind of gets frayed and like isn't always just operating optimally. And essentially just say like whenever you feel kind of run down, stressed, anxious, things like that, usually you're just you're not in balance. So CBD just acts in a way that helps bring your body back in balance. So it helps your body's ECS system do its job more efficiently. Mm-hmm. And that's also what's really confusing. Like, oh, CBD helps your sleep, so it must make you drowsy. So I wouldn't take it and put it in my coffee. I wouldn't take it during the day. And it's not so much that it's like a Benadryl or like taking NyQuil or taking melatonin where it makes you sleepy. It's more it aids in your body's ability when it's going to sleep to get in a REM cycle or get deep sleep. It's helping your body just go through that process versus like knocking you out. There have been some studies like a very, very, very high dosage of CBD can have like more of like a sedative effect and do, and make you drowsy. Mm-hmm. But you would have to take 
a pretty significant amount to have that kind of impact. So it's really just like helping your body function the way that it should be. Um, and that's why it's, it's so exciting because you can create such a cool um, platform of lifestyle products to help with different areas of people's lives from sleep, focus, recovery, performance, stress, balance, all these different things. Yeah. And we want, we want to get into those specifically, yeah. but when you, when it comes to the different components or I'm not sure what you call them, but, um, isolate, there's mm-hmm. broad spectrum mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. full spectrum. Can you mm-hmm. kind of break that down yeah. a little bit? Yep. Um, that's a great question. So full spectrum is the oil and its form. So you have all these other cannabinoids, including THC. It's kind of, I'm going to steal Kevin's and if He'll laugh when he hears this because I always say, Kevin, it's such a dumb analogy, but people seem to like it. Um, Analogies are great. Yeah. So he's, I shouldn't say it's dumb. It's a good analogy. (laughs) Um, He's, you know, full spectrum. Think of that as like you have orange juice. So think of full spectrum and it has like the pulp, like everything in it, like all the fiber, all the good stuff that you might want in in an orange juice. Then you think of broad spectrum where you just kind of like get rid of the seeds and some of the grinds and it's just like a nice pulpy orange juice and then isolate would just be like you get rid of the pulp you get rid of everything it's just orange juice and it's kind of like the fiber from the pulp and everything like it has benefits and adds to the healthiness of the orange juice so wait that's an amazing analogy (laughs) i think that's the only thing i'll ever remember (laughs) (laughs) okay Um, i won't tell them but actually, it's my. I'll take credit for it. It's my <laughs> analogy. No. Um, so full spectrum. So with that, there are trace amounts of THC in it. Our charter and our brand, we're not an anti-THC company by any means. We have found just through initially talking to people and even like being out in the world now is that a couple of things. One, we work with a lot of athletes. They get drug tested, all these different things. They can't risk obviously popping for THC. And we just don't want to have the chance of having even trace amounts. Usually, if it's a if it's a quality oil, even the trace amounts, you wouldn't show it on a drug test just because it really is a small amount. But we just go through a process. So Beam is a broad spectrum oil. And we go through quadruple rounds of internal and third party testing just to show there is zero THC. Also, the amount of CBD that we say is in the bottle is in the bottle. Pesticides, leads, metals, contaminants, all these different things. Um, and the other side too is like if, if there is THC in a product, people will just think about using it differently. Um, they might not want to consume it during the day. They'll want to just take it at night or something like that. And then also, too, is like we continue to grow and, and just want to be a lifestyle supplement. You know, parents, we found, aren't going to want to have products laying around the house that even have trace amounts of THC in them. And, like, actually a story that happened last week is an agent of an athlete that we work with called us because her dad was babysitting her son, and he has drops that she gives him for hiccups. And he actually gave the son beam. And so she called us kind of in a panic of like, there's no THC in this. Like, he's going to yeah. be fine, right? We're like, yes, he's going to be fine. He was fine. But it was like a real life example of like another reason why we don't want to have THC. We just think it, right. this makes this more of like a mainstream lifestyle thing. And if there's THC, it's in the medicine cabinet. It's kind of away from stuff. Um, I know that was a tangent. No, just, that's yeah, great. And yeah. I think because it is newer, like the whole CBD world is really blowing up right now. Mm-hmm. I have actually met a lot of people. I've had clients who have asked me. I even have... A friend who I won't say her name, but she, I had CBD at an event that I planned and she was like, oh, I have to stay away from that stuff. I'm sober. Like I don't, I don't do drugs. Like I haven't done them for years. I used to be a big partier. And she's like, I don't want to even mess with that. And so I didn't have an eloquent enough response, but what would you say to that? Because I, obviously you're fine, but yeah, there's no THC. It's it's cool that you brought that up. So <clears throat> talk more about it in a second just about like our campaign and things that we're launching but Matt Frazier our CrossFit athlete he's been sober for 12 years and one of his big things with Beam obviously is the drug testing it's a quality product he's not going to fill a drug test because his career relies on that but 
he's also sober and he's like I can't have trace amounts just to like put my sobriety in any way shape or form in, in jeopardy right um, and so that's actually one of the really that's really important for him to like trust beam that we're not gonna accidentally get him high or accidentally um, ruin his 12 years of sobriety right because um, THC obviously is something that he just he just can't have and doesn't want to have part yeah. of his lifestyle. Well, and even if nothing happened, it's the comfort of knowing, like, I didn't consume anything. Yep. It's yeah. completely yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can you speak to the lack of regulations around CBD? You mm-hmm. guys have made the decision to, did you say triple lab test mm-hmm. or go through this whole process? Yep. But that's not required. Right. And there's a lot of brands and products out there that have no sort of mm-hmm. standards. Yeah. So. Can you explain the thinking behind that and, and why there aren't more regulations? Yeah, it's um, the term you hear often is just like it's like a wild, wild west right now. Right. Like the fact like when we first started this, it was a schedule and substance and the farm bill passed and then it just kind of unlocked it a little bit. But from getting banking, payment processing, there's just there really aren't any regulations around it. And like I'm sure I don't know if you've seen, but. Um, a lot of companies that are producing vape, vape pens, like people have been getting sick and some people have died from it yeah. because they have chemicals and all these different things in them. And yeah. you just don't know what's going to be in the bottle. And so that's what's really important is if you are considering trying a CBD product to make sure that you ask the company to see their lab reports to show what's in it, what's not in it, pesticides, all these different things that I talked about earlier. And given our focus on athletics, but also just, Again, like this af- af- active lifestyle sort of community that we're targeting, um, it's important to people. And I think now as CBD is becoming more popular, more mainstream, one of the number one things people are being uh, sort of like their shopper beware thing is like make sure you see their lab reports. Um, it's not mandatory mandatory for companies. There's been plenty of things you can see in the news or articles um, you know, a new station goes in and grabs five different oils and they run them through labs and you know, seven of the 10 don't have the amount of CBD in them that they are marketing. So like mm. the labeling, it, it, the supplement industry in general is kind of like that. It's not really regulated. You see yeah, on the back of all the time, this isn't FDA approved, but yeah. this in particular, like there really are no regulations. It's all happening. It's all coming and it'll be good for the industry because it'll be good for the people who are doing things the right way. And like one of my, I don't know if it's a favorite story, but like one of my, the horror stories I've heard is that someone was going to Walgreens buying um, gummy vitamins, just a regular gummy vitamin, or even just maybe gummy bears, like in bulk at Costco. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I said at Costco, and then taking them home and then injecting them with a needle with a CBD isolate, and Ooh. then repackaging that as CBD gummies. Wait, and making a business out yeah, of it? Yeah, it's just like. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so <laughs> there's that side, which is just like make sure if you're gonna try um, a company, if it's not Beam. Um, yeah. Do your research, ask them questions, you know, where is it sourced from, lab reports, things like that. It's super, super important. Really anything, if like you're going to put something in your body, you should. Well, it's like we're yeah. having to get real used to that now because mm-hmm. it's a wild, wild west with the, with the beauty industry, yep. household products, food. Mm-hmm. I mean, not as much with food, but, you know, yeah. the FDA. And yeah. you have to ask questions. You have to become your own advocate. You have mm-hmm. to learn to read labels. And it's unfortunate that we have to do that in this country and, mm-hmm. and I think things are changing for the better but mm-hmm. 
it is so nice that you do that due diligence for people. You provide a lot of education on your website. Mm-hmm. People can listen to you on podcasts. So I love that you're really focused on education because that's something that's really important to us with our family business mm-hmm. too. Um, and and events you, and all of that mm-hmm. stuff is so smart. And you're working with a lot of athletes, which you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about your decision to go that route with it? Because mm-hmm. I haven't seen anybody else in the CBD space doing that. Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Um, part of it is when we look at what we're trying to do as a brand, we, when I talked earlier about like first impressions matter, like you pick up the package and it just kind of at least exudes somewhat of an honest company, trust, transparency, things like that. Yeah. It's a really good branding. It's, really it's beautiful. And Thank it goes you. both ways, I would say, with like men and women. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just clean and attractive. The colors are nice. Thank you. Um, and and we, we did put a lot of thought in that. So it's meant to be more gender neutral, I would say slightly skewed feminine. And the idea was that we wanted... I say our spectrum of people it's like Matt Frazier like one of the most intense guys like the fittest guy on earth is his title he's won the CrossFit Games the last four years like beard ripped like super fit and then for you guys just like yeah. the other end of the spectrum just like for you to pick this up and not feel like oh this is like way too intense of an athletic branding I don't like it doesn't resonate with me and like mm-hmm. for Matt not to feel like oh this doesn't fit my lifestyle right so we wanted to Start. I'm kind of getting to your question, I guess. Oh, no, yeah. uh, but we wanted to start with like the branding and the appeal and just like appeal to people. Like again, the first impressions matter, and yeah, especially in this category. Mm-hmm. And then with people, we wanted to be really diligent about people that we partner with. I think influencer marketing and the whole strategy. It's it's an interesting one, and we've taken this charter of like we're very very diligent, um, as I'm sure most companies try to be with the people that we do partner with because we always want them to be representatives of the brand or feel like they're just an expression of beam and then from beam to feel like just an expression of their personal brands and the idea with the athletes is you know people follow them people if matt frazier is using this as recovery if he's using our topical when you have sore muscles sore joints if he's using our products for x y and z probably knows what he's doing he's the fittest guy on earth he's won the crossfit games the last four years like i trust that he's using something of quality um And so we've, we've just taken that approach of like, we want to find people who are inspiring others, people who are sort of like a North star, who are some type of expertise where they have a very dedicated little following. And it's because, because on the other side, it's hard for advertisements that there's a lot of difficulties with just marketing and all these different things to try to get your brand out there. And so we're letting these people be our marketing and we're very diligent. Like if we want to have someone be representing our products, it's for a very specific purpose. We found to start athletes just have a nice way of. Um, just being honest sharers of things that they're using for their own personal performance and things like that. Yeah, and that is true. All the people that are following them mm-hmm. are interested in health and wellness already mm-hmm. and interested in feeling better. Mm-hmm. So it's a really smart strategy. Yeah, uh, and it's also um, it's good what you're doing too because a lot of brands will reach out to influencers and it's like just post about it because you have a big following but mm-hmm. they're not really using it it's like yeah. every other week it's a different cbd mm-hmm. but it sounds like you have these influencers who are literally using your product every single day talking yeah. about it and and that's how you grow a loyal following yeah. you know and i think that that's really commendable and, and yeah. awesome um and the other thing really quick on athletes is that i think that there can be some stigma especially mm-hmm. when cbd was first coming out with 
oh gosh, like I'm an athlete. I'm not going to take CBD because I'm going to get tired, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm going to like, mm-hmm. you think about it, you think about weed, you maybe mm-hmm. think about like sinking down on the couch and wanting to eat a bunch of food and not going and running a marathon or lifting weights. So what are some of the most common misconceptions and stigmas around CBD that mm-hmm. you've heard and experienced? And how do you um, kind of break those down for yeah. people? It's Yeah. And this will tie into a little bit, I think with the new products that we're launching, but the two biggest things is, is this going to get me high and this is going to make me sleepy because it's good for sleep. Um, and I, I really think just like through education and, and through humanizing it, like when we're working with our partners, we, our athletes are using this like throughout the day for different, like in their coffee, like beam coffee became this like thing one month. It was really cool. Like people putting, it was actually funny too, is our mint oil. Mm, so people putting good. mint beam. Yeah, it was, it's different. I read, try it. This is a mint tincture. <laughs> okay. Um, like so that really, idea. Yeah. So th- I, those are the two biggest things I think that are a little bit of like a barrier hurdle is just like, even when we, we had a pop-up in Boston this past summer and Kevin and I were in there quite a bit just because we're from Boston, it was near our office and we could tell people to we're blue in the face, like this isn't going to get you high. And we explain our testing, the type of oil that we use, the process we go through, the due diligence, we work with these athletes, all these different things, our backgrounds. And then we'd say, do you want to try some? And they'd be so nervous still. So it's one of the barriers is really just like getting people to come around to this thing that CBD is in weed. Um, yeah. And then the other thing is just like it doesn't make you tired. Yeah. Again, it's one of the use cases you can use it for. And it's a common one. Um, but people sometimes just think like, oh, I shouldn't take this because I have a meeting in an hour. I'm going to be driving a car or something like that. And so yeah. just through education, through content, um, through highlighting the way some of our athletes and our partners use BM, um, I think that's just really how we try to come around that. And also when we look at different use cases for CBD, one of the things that we're really focused on serving this next phase of, of being, so one of the things that's really exciting, so we just closed a significant round of funding a few months ago. Um, so it was a $5 million round led by Obvious Ventures. They're a firm in, in um, San Francisco. And Congrats. Thank yeah, you. That's, we're, that's we're, a big deal. Huge. Thank you, yeah. And it's a nice, it's a nice, step for us just because in this space like even that in that firm um they have an amazing group of investors they're all former operators entrepreneurs themselves they have this world positive view of building businesses that are impacting the world or people's lives while also being profitable um and james who's on our board from obvious they were the early stage investors in beyond meat ollie the vitamin company welly so they have an amazing background as well in these consumer spaces Mm -hmm. um and for us, it, that's also, it legitimizes a business. Like just in the same way that our, our athletes help put like a stamp of approval on Beam, having Obvious Ventures, which is a very reputable VC firm, um, inject a large amount of capital and say, this is our CBD company that we're getting behind is a huge stamp of approval. Um, but with that, I forget why I just brought that up. Um, just the legitimacy around kind of breaking down yeah. the misconceptions yep. and stigmas. Yep. And then with that too, so... Part of the the funding and sort of like our 2020 plans is we're launching this campaign, we're launching these new products, and with our building out our, our product platform, like we have this very big focus on functional and purpose driven products. And when I what I mean by that is when we look at, you can put CBD in anything. I've seen people putting in hamburgers and weird stuff. Like I think yeah. I saw leggings, CBD leggings. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's everywhere. Um, we we try to look at like where do the so we really think of Beam as like a performance company, not performance like this athletic intense definition of, of performance, but really like the three of us, we all just want to perform better in our lives. And we look at like sleep and recovery and focus and balance and 
um, all these different things that contribute to that. And so in these buckets, we then look at like, how can we create products that support these different buckets, which ultimately are helping us perform better. And then within that, what are the different form factors? And also within this active lifestyle athletic space that we're in, we don't want to release a, a vape pen. We don't want to have a CBD patch. We're not going to have dog treats. Um, <laughs> we were looking at like, what are our, what is our community currently doing right now? Like how does this fit into their daily lifestyle and be seamless? Not this again, like they're changing their behaviors, like getting someone to start vaping so that they can get their CBD or wear a patch on their arm. We're not anti any of that, not saying any of that's bad. It's just not in our charter and our community to say, we want to change your behavior and have you do this thing. We want to say like, we're just part of your daily lifestyle. Um, and if you, so one of the ways that kind of goes back to the whole, the first question was like stigmas is, you know, we have products rolling out that aren't, we have one that is for sleep. We have one that's for focus that you would add to your coffee. So it's our CBD powder. It's stacked with other ingredients that help bring mental clarity, focus, things like that. We'll have other products coming out after these, this first one, which is focus and sleep. We'll have recovery and all these different things. So mm. that was really long winded, but really just a way of saying like, that's also how we are building our brand as like a lifestyle use CBD throughout the day and kind of break the stigma of take this like Netflix and chill kind of supplement. Yeah. How, how do you, you mentioned the buckets that yep. your products fit into. Can you break those down and maybe to go along with that? Mm-hmm. Um, because we know that there are these, and obviously you've built your company around these main um, ways that CBD helps people. Mm-hmm. And to go along with that, what are some of the main or most popular testimonials or most common testimonials that you get? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that helped guide it actually. Um, how we're thinking about these buckets, like what are people using beam for now? And then how can we dive deeper into those things? So those are really the kind of like, I'd say at a more of a macro view, sleep, focus, recovery, and balance, um, balance kind of covering like the anxiety and stress. Um, recovery is kind of an all encompassing one. there's so many directions you can go. There's so many form factors you can go. Like we have our protein bar, which is sort of in that bucket. We'll have, you know, new powders and capsules that come out that, aim for different types of recovery. There's inflammation, um, there's like post-workout recovery, there's proteins, all these different things. So, and what I said earlier, it's, it's so easy. It's really hard to be simple and to stay focused on what you're doing. And so that's why we try to be super diligent. Like if it's not hitting one of these main core things that we think impact someone's performance, we're just push aside for now. It's just a shiny object. We could put CBD in that, but it really doesn't feel like it's like, how does this relate to this platform, to our brand? Mm-hmm. How does it integrate into your life and make your life better? Um, and one of our, one of our fun things, we just say, we always want to help people. We want to make people happy, healthy, whole. It's like, if it's not aiding in that, then it's not really just push aside, maybe revisit it later. So mm-hmm. we have those buckets. And then within that there's form factor, form factor, just mean like, how are you consuming it? Is it a topical? Is it an oil? Is it a powder, a capsule, a bar, an edible? vape like vape pen patches all these different things so you just kind of think like what form factors do we really want to invest in and what categories and form factors do we think will resonate with consumers and um you know i I guess work with them yeah hope that makes sense and so what she was saying like what are some of your favorite testimonials that Mm -hmm. you've received from your customers i think those are so fun yeah um there, there's a, we're fortunate now just where we're at. We, we do get a lot of stuff and we we love it. Like it's it's like what drives Beam. Um, we go through some really frustrating, difficult, this hasn't been an easy 12 months by any means. Um, and we have really like appreciated these stories that come in, um, people using Beam. So essentially it's like one of the things, it's been cool. Like I don't think 
And it's a good thing. I think it's part of our culture that we don't, sometimes we probably don't acknowledge and appreciate enough of like what we've built. Um, and I say that humbly, not in a yeah. egotistical way. It's just like, we're moving so fast and working so hard that I don't think we come up enough and realize like, oh, like. To reflect and be like, damn, yeah, like yeah, how much has happened? Yeah. Our, our team sort of gives Kevin and I a hard time because like, you know, we close a round of funding or we do this, we launch each product, we sign new partners, kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, you move on. You're like, guys, you can smile and like <laughs> high five or something. Um, but no, it's things, it's a wide range of things. What's really cool, um, people are getting off SSRIs, like medications and things like that. Like there's a guy in my CrossFit gym whose dad has Parkinson's and says, I give my dad your oil and he, when he's tremoring and, and he stops tremoring. Um, wow. It's my mom, she has arthritis in her hands and my sisters have babies and, you know, her joints get really stiff in her thumbs. She uses our topical and just like, she's pain free and she's running around with the grandkids and things like that. And then cool. on the other side, just like the inbound of just like, making people happy, healthy, whole. And it's little things that just like, I'm sleeping better, I'm recovering better. I use your topical, you know, because something was bothering me. It's not, it's just like, it's just little anecdotes like that that just like fuel for the business, fuel for what we're doing. We have, you know, great retention with all of our customers. Um, and it, again, like it's just, it's really rewarding. It's part of the, we want to build a profitable business and a successful business, but it's like impacting people's lives. And our mission is to help people experience what better feels like. Mm. And that's my mom with her arthritis. And then that's, Matt Frazier winning the CrossFit Games. Like, he has better that he's experiencing by using BM. Um, wow. So it's, we're fortunate to have uh, some, and I would say that one of my favorite, so Johnny and our team um, is in charge of customer experience. And yeah. probably my favorite thing is, like, some woman messed up an order and did something, and it was, like, Sunday night at, like, midnight, and Johnny's on it, emailing her, taking care of it, all these, it was kind of, like, a very, like, weird situation that happened, but Johnny was on it, sent her new product, all these things, and she left a review, and... She's like, you know, I haven't tried Beam yet, but um, you guys have great customer support. Whoever Johnny is, um, tell him I said thanks. And, like, I can't wait to try your products and, like, <laughs> world-class customer support. So it's even things like that. Yeah. We, when we say help people experience what better feels like, we also try to do that through our products. But, like, everything we do. So if someone loses an order in the mail they didn't get it, like, that customer support, like, ex help them experience what better feels like. Don't let them be frustrated mm -hmm. by... The, us making a mistake or the post office losing something. Um, Makes a real difference. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, there are skeptics mm -hmm. about CBD, people that say there's not really enough science to back it up. Mm -hmm. This is also a newer product that's mm -hmm. hitting, you know, hitting the market. So what do you say to that? Um, and even just to give you a little anecdote, I, um, my fiance was saying recently that he didn't really, there wasn't enough science or mm -hmm. whatever on CBD. He hasn't been sleeping well, and last night I made him take mine that I have, and he texted me this morning that was the best night's sleep he's had in forever. So yeah. he's, like, immediately a believer. And I know that a lot of this is people's experiences. Yep. But why? Yeah, can you just speak to that a little bit? There's a couple of things in that. I'd say that anecdote is the science. So we call it citizen's data or citizen science. Um, we try not to get too over-rotated. It is, it is so early in the space that there really isn't enough data just to say, like, here's this facts, here's the things about CBD. Yeah. There is science. We do have an endocannabinoid system, like all those things in interacting your body. Like there is data to show that. Excuse me. Um, but it's a, it's, we rely more on the anecdotes of, you know, people's success stories like that. I would say like where we get skeptics and where there's, um, you know, people who think it's snake oil and things like that is like, maybe they tried something, they bought it at a gas station and it right. barely had a new CBD in it. So now CBD is garbage mm -hmm. to them. Yeah. Within Beam in particular, it's like that's what we rely on when we talk to people and when people ask us about the efficacy or the quality, does it work? How do you know it works? Like where's the science? Because you can talk to multiple doctors and some will swear by it and some will say there is no science about it yet. It's not. It's too early in the space. So 
we try to take a healthy position of here's what we know. Here's the people and the amount of people that come in and talk to us and tell us how our products specifically are helping them. And it's almost like you let your actions speak for itself. So we just focus more on like what we're doing, creating quality products. And then when people, when these questions come up on podcasts or interviews or just people who want to try our products, we just, we're very honest and just say like, I don't have the science and we don't have all this. It's still really early, but here's, I can tell you from someone who used it for the pain point that you're talking about, whether it be sleep or, you know, chronic pain, something like that. So we have people using it for those reasons and they have positive results from it. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a question on that because I do use CBD. Um, I've used it sporadically. So Mm -hmm. I've used it for when I've had anxiety Mm -hmm. with big events coming up and things like that because I sleep really well, fortunately, but around those times I can't. And that's helped me. And then I've also tried to use it with my fear of flying because mm. I have really a terrible fear of flying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a deep-seated fear that I need a <laughs> lot of work on. So I don't know that CBD is quite going to get me over the hump. But yeah. there's been times where I've tried it and I really haven't felt anything. Mm-hmm. And so I could be the person that's like, oh, it doesn't work for me. I'm very open to mm-hmm. trying different strains, different brands until mm-hmm. I do find the one. And so I'm so excited to do all yeah. things beam, but what is it? What would you say to someone like me? How do you figure out the yeah. sweet spot? Mm-hmm. Is it that I, maybe I need to do more? Yeah. Is it not the right type? You know, it's a great question. So I'd say high level, just think of it as like, if we all had five shots of espresso, we'd all feel it differently. Same way that people just metabolize CBD differently. So if I took X amount of milligrams, I might notice something from it and you could take the same and not or notice more than what I was noticing. So our take on it is we always say start low and grow. If it's something where you're not sure and you're kind of just wanting to experiment, see how you feel, usually you would recommend like our lowest tincture and sort of try a serving, half a serving build up from there, see how your body reacts to it, see if it's helping for whatever that pain point or use case might be. On the other side, if someone comes in and says, you know, I'm... My knee is just throbbing. It's so painful. We'll probably give a more like, you know, a higher dosage recommendation or like the topical plus the oil, something like that. Again, we really try to curtail it to what is the pain point you're experiencing? Do you have hesitations? If like some people come in, it's like, I want to go gung ho, give me your strongest stuff. Like, okay. And we'll talk about like, here's where you should potentially start out and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then a situation like that, I would just say, you know, maybe check the product that you're using, like the dosage of it, like how many milligrams was it? And then you can just gradually increase it from there and just, just mess around with it. And I even say too, like, I would say CBD is not for everybody, just in the same way, like fish oil or collagen or like some people just don't, not everybody takes the same supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there might just be something where you just might not find benefits from it. And it doesn't mean that CBD is bad or it's anything like that. It's more just your body responds differently or maybe you just haven't found that sweet spot. We can say like everybody sort of has their own sweet spot. Uh, Same thing in the discussion with science. There's really not like this concrete specific way to prescribe a dosage to someone right now. Mm -hmm. And I wonder specifically around sleep because I have gotten in the past addicted to some, you know, sleep pills and I'm so far from that. Thank God now. But it does become a little addicting when you feel like you need to rely on something to Mm -hmm. sleep and then suddenly you can't sleep without it. Say you forget it. Mm -hmm. So is that how it works with CBD for sleep? Can you, can you, is it bad to take it every night? Cause I'm scared that I'm going to become like immune to it. Mm -hmm. No, there, there is no, um, tolerance that you build up with it, um, which is a good thing and you can't overdose on it. Um, and I would say like my personal preference too is like based on like my travel, the week, my stress, like sleeping well, not sleeping yeah. well, like how much I would take before bed really is just like where I'm at at that, that point. Um, but it's not something where you constantly have to keep taking more. If anything, I would say like what I find 
what I was explaining earlier, like it's really just helping your body get better quality sleep. Mm -hmm. And so it's not so much like you're not going to, um, fall fall asleep. asleep. Yeah. Yeah, It's more just like deeper REM. Yeah. So it's just more like when you are asleep, you'll just find it's more efficient. Like we don't have it on now, but we've all been wearing this, what's called whoop. It's their Boston based company, but it tracks like sleep, just like other wearables. Right. Um, and we did a sleep study with one of our CrossFit athletes and she, in June, before she started her partnership with Beam, we looked at her data on whoop, sleep, deep sleep, similar training schedule, similar sleep patterns, diet, all that stuff. And then in July, and her deep sleep and REM cycle was 100% better using Beam before bed. Sleeping the same amount of hours, like not falling asleep or, you know, any difference in that. It was more just the quality quality of sleep. Um I think you find is the the benefit. Yeah, that's yeah, a really cool you're way right. to measure it. Yeah, and just like what Thomas said, he had the best sleep. I know, thank that, God. Yeah, I'm like I swear, it's not a placebo. I can tell mm-hmm. quite a difference. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can. I mean, I, I rarely have dreams even, and with with this, I, I am. So mm-hmm. I notice that too when I've used it when I've been anxious and it's you know I've fallen asleep and then it's so deep and then I wake up with these really vivid dreams which I don't normally have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to ask. Sorry, I, I just on the top. <laughs> Topic of these tinctures and things, especially for sleep. I've tried different brands, and I find that it can be. You were mentioning mentioning like what is the like how many milliliters are you taking? Mm-hmm. Um, is there a stand like because there was one where it was so confusing on the back, I was having to do math to figure out yeah. how much in the whole tincture, and I'm like, ah, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. So we do one thing. We do that's nice is all the droppers have measured like um, lines to mark off. So one milliliter is one serving, and it's very clear. It goes up. Uh, a quarter of a milliliter so you can buy your most potent one and just take a quarter of a serving um, or half a serving and it's just easy to measure that and so and then also it's, it, it is confusing so you're holding a 500 milligram tincture what that means is that there's 500 milligrams in that bottle it's like in our packaging we also try to break out or we do break out um, total milligrams per bottle then milligrams per serving because I think people also just get confused like oh I took 500 milligrams last night it's like yeah. no you took um, 30 or 16 because you just took one serving of the 500 um, okay yeah. okay so so let's repeat that so a full yep. like dropper full would be 16 or in that particular one in this one yep. okay and then it we varies. we increase just in potency same serving size as the potency goes up um, but the each dropper has measurement markers on it so it's really so, simple okay to, that's right you yep. said that and then how does it translate to a bar to a solve mm-hmm. how, how do you is it the same quality how do you make that decision oh it looks like these two are both 500 milligrams yeah so yeah so this is a topical and so it's more of a functional product the our style we call it the fixer and if you have like a specific pain point, muscle, joint, tendonitis, arthritis, that's great. It's a really clean product. There's, I think, six ingredients in it. Um, and it's just very, it's a super bioavailable through your skin. So a lot of people, again, like might be my mom with arthritis, we have people come into the pop-up shop, sample it, come back 10 minutes later and buy it. Mm-hmm. And it's just because it's just like, it's very immediate on that particular spot, helping the inflammation, just relieving the pain. Um, mm-hmm. The oil, we call it the one. So it's kind of just like more of like a general, like, there's that broad menu of stuff that CBD helps for. Like that's sort of like hitting the broad menu of stuff. Our protein bar, it's just, it's, they're plant-based, they're gluten-free, made with their organic ingredients. They're, they're not processed at all. There's no preservatives. So very, just a like clean, healthy bar. And the idea is it's just a very convenient way, like going back again to like the whole cannabinoid system. Like it's important just to keep CBD in your diet because it's, it's engine oil for your, your body in a way. Mm-hmm. And so the purpose behind that is like, it's a simple, clean, efficient form factor of just in, in consuming CBD because like often to be to say to like dropping oil in your mouth, it's, 
it's very like apothecary. And so actually we're sort of like moving away from that. We'll still carry those because it's a common form factor of CBD, but it's like the capsules and the powders and some of these other things that we're working on. And then stacking unique ingredients is so like if you have a sleep thing, it's like we have a sleep specific product. If you need energy and just like focus during the day because you kind of crash in the afternoon or in the morning with your morning coffee, it's like we have that product. If you have, you know, X, Y, and Z use cases or pain points, like we're making now specific products to really just aid. aid You're simplifying it for people, yeah, which is great. Can you give an example of, because I think people love kind of like the details and mm-hmm. the, like the morning routine stuff. Mm-hmm. Like how would you use your products? Let's say you took all your products mm-hmm. and it's like one day, like what would that look like? Yeah. And if somebody is an athlete and let's say they're working out in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. So I'll pretend like it's Thursday and we just launched our two powder. So just as a quick refresher. So we have clarity launching Thursday. It's CBD plus adaptogens. It's for focus. It's called clarity. So it's for focus, mental energy, stamina, things like that. And then dream, which is our for better sleep. It's CBD plus other ingredients, melatonin, magnesium, methionine, reishi, things like that. Um, I would say a good day would be mixing a scoop of clarity into your morning coffee or morning tea or morning smoothie. Um, it really like for all the testing, the trials that we went through and formulating this, like we really feel like people really do just feel like this heightened sense of awareness from it. It's not this like over caffeinated feeling. It's just like, you just feel very alert. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the really cool things is we, through this process created this very like supercharged form of CBD powder, um, using a nano emulsification technology, just meaning it's super bio- bioavailable. It's very efficient for your body to digest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say typical morning incorporating clarity in a coffee, smoothie, juice, things like that. If you have aches and pains, I'd say for me personally, the fixer, the topical isn't a daily thing for me. It's more as like things flare up from doing CrossFit or running, like just like sore joints, achy areas. Um, It's a great functional product for that. Some people, it is a daily thing because they have chronic issues. I need it right now. (laughs) Can I open this up? (laughs) Absolutely. Truly. And and then throughout the day, people always ask you like how much CPD did Kevin and I take? And it's like a lot because we just like sit around it all day but like throughout the day like just add that to like an afternoon tea just like the water just um just drop it under the tongue Mm -hmm. um part like just like routine and habit but also just like throughout the day just kind of like feeling just like sort of a need of just like kind of just like stress and kind of anxious we have so much stuff going on just need to like yeah yeah. and then at post-workout um kevin because of his migraines and things like that like he always uses beam right after workout for his migraines and just like to make sure he doesn't have any does he put it on his temples ever does that ever work that he literally just like laugh at him he like rubs it all over his face i am definitely doing that yeah because whenever i feel ahead oh yeah whenever i'm gonna mix that with peppermint essential oil yeah because whenever i feel a headache coming on i just put essential oil Mm. on my temples and Mm -hmm. that helps a lot so that with the peppermint essential oil I think that I turn be. over, I look at, and he's over and just like, <laughs> beam so everywhere. Funny. Yeah. Can you, can you take too much, not to harp on the sleep yeah. thing, but, uh, my dad was saying, uh, today actually that he took too much once and then it seemed that his sleep quality was worse. Is that a thing? Of CBD? Yeah. I haven't heard that. Um, okay. and, and, and throughout like all, all of our trials and just like testing the, the dream product that's coming out, like. It was all very positive. Not every iteration of it yeah. was, right? We had to tinker with different dosages and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the one that we are launching with, um, it really, it's like the quality of sleep. Obviously, there's other ingredients that help guide you to sleep as well. Um, mm-hmm. But we haven't heard that, it, like, there's no, like, stimulating factor where, like, you're kind of up or you're having, 
And to be we fair, who knows what the hell else he was yeah, checking with. Yeah, he's had insomnia Sleeps. for like 50 years. So okay. he sometimes will try like 10 different things at night. Maybe like, Dream would be a good holiday Christmas gift Ooh, for him. Good point. Yeah, oh, good idea. 100%. He was actually really stoked that we were talking to you. He's like, I can't wait to listen to that episode. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. and I also wanted to, because we didn't get into where you specifically source your CBD mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. And if they're, uh, I've used a product that, talks about their European hemp, you know, and that's, mm. it's, it, to me, I was like, Ooh, it's European hemp. But, but what does that mean? <laughs> but it somehow sounds nice, mm-hmm. but is there a difference? So we source our stuff from Colorado. Um, and uh, you guys are just, but so Kevin and I were so funny just about like our, like manufacturing, like how we do stuff just because there's a lot that we believe is like competitive advantage for how we do stuff, like mm-hmm. creating custom SKUs and all these different things. It's not easy. Um, but we're very open. Like all of our stuff comes from Colorado. The reason too, that we wanted to do that when we were launching and I still believe it's true, but other States are catching up was at the time Colorado as a state was just way ahead of everybody in terms of regulations and what manufacturing practices were mm-hmm. for hemp and CBD in particular. That makes sense. And so I would just say that like, I don't know what the European standards are and GMP and like all these different things that they have to follow. But Colorado as a state was um, just ahead of the game in terms of like like the story about the guy like people just like doing this in their basement putting CBD in gummies and like right. that like people just like buying it in bulk and like doing their own jars at their home with you know in their kitchen like that's happening and um, I feel like that wouldn't fly in Europe because if you look yeah. at the trends with like the food industry mm-hmm. here yeah. and the food food industry mm-hmm. in Europe like we spray all of our crops mm-hmm. with pesticides that you know they don't mm-hmm. and so I think maybe just that different you know if you're doing it in Europe it's probably a higher um, standard, but mm-hmm. Colorado sounds like it's got it yeah. on lock. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, it, yeah, and it's great to support U.S. companies. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, and I know I read on your site that you use phytocannabinoids, or can you? I don't know if you already mentioned that, but sometimes yeah. it with all the different terms, it can. Yeah, so phytocannabinoids is just the same as cannabinoids. Okay. So it's just a phytocannabinoid-rich or just a cannabinoid-rich oil. Meaning there's other cannabinoids in our oil, just minus the THC. Um, mm-hmm. And it is like there is sort of just kind of the analogy with oranges, right? Like when you have the pulp and the fiber, you mm-hmm. it just helps your body metabolize the sugars differently and, and and things like that. So just think of the the other cannabinoids that are in our product, except for THC, are just helping you. They're helping the efficacy of the of the CBD. And what about when you're looking? Because you know you go to a grocery store and mm-hmm. it's like kind of like you mentioned before, like CBD. I mean, there's probably like CBD toothpaste, like yeah. CBD chocolate cbd drinks mm-hmm. you know there's like 15 drinks i'll go yeah. to a grocery store and they're sampling and the selling point is that there's cbd in it right but i don't know what to look for yeah. when it comes to beverages or yep. food so yep. is it is it similar it's a great point um my my personal viewpoint kevin shares this as we've looked at the space is that I would say just be careful just in the sense of like what is a functional use and like do I need to have CBD in this or like what is a marketing tactic um, mm-hmm. and I would say not all some beverages that are especially if you're seeing a low dosage like five milligrams like it's like we stopped selling a really low dosage tincture we thought it was good at start because it just got people comfortable it was a lower price point but we really found like it wasn't a high enough dosage where it was really efficacious to people and then they just don't think that CBD works and mm-hmm. so I'd say like you know, if you're buying a seltzer water or something like that and there's five milligrams, maybe 10, it's, it's not, 
I don't know. It's not that it's a little bit of a marketing is mixed into that. And so yeah. I just say like, just be conscious. Cause also like people put CBD in the chocolate or in a soda and it's like $12. I saw a kombucha and it was 15, I think it was $16. I was just like, mm-hmm. Oh, it must be pretty good kombucha juice. Uh, but yeah. it had CBD and it was, I was like, I couldn't wrap my mind around, um, buying $16 kombucha juice that we got in like four sips. And Um, I like what you said about, you know, when you incorporate it into your daily routine, I like how you broke it down because I have a matcha every day around four o'clock. It's 420. So it's time for one. Yeah. So I can just put some drops of CBD in it because that's something I do every single day anyway. Mm -hmm. So I think knowing that what you already do, you can add it to. If you're an athlete, you probably have a protein shake every day. Throw it in there. If you're an athlete, you probably have a protein bar at some point. Or if you're Mm -hmm. someone who's on the go and you need a healthy protein bar, that's great. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just, like you said, just getting it adjusted to being in your system and having that just be a regular part of life. Yeah. So make sure I, I don't want to contradict myself either. It's like with our bars, there's 20 milligrams in the bar and there's 20 milligrams per serving in our powders. Um, there is value to like having it in like a seltzer, like a healthy tonic or something like that. I guess my point too is just like, look at like how much is actually in there. I would say right. like definitely below 10, I would say really you might not find a lot of benefit from in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be careful of like how much is in there. And if it's a really small amount, like it might just be more of a marketing thing. But the idea is like, Finding easy, simple, consumable ways just to keep CBD in your system because mm-hmm. of the way that it helps your body. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for people to find a brand that they trust and they know, you know, puts it through the right testing and all mm-hmm. of that, then you just look at those products like Beam, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that simplifies it. We've had a lot of people on, um, there's kind of a theme. We had a clean beauty expert who mm-hmm. talked us through, you know, how to switch to safer products. And there's this theme of people just, the government's not regulating it mm-hmm. or breaking it down in a way for you to understand. So the best thing to do is find these brands that you trust and mm-hmm. just stick with that. Yeah. Don't get lost in, yeah. I was in Erewhon and this guy sold me on this $70 um, spray thing. And yeah. later I realized <laughs> there wasn't even, I, didn't, I couldn't even find CBD in the ingredient. Yeah. It had a bunch of flavor. I had a super similar experience, probably the same company, but one of my first products that I got was at Air One and I walked out and then I had no idea what I was buying. Overpriced grocery store in LA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but great. Some things. And, and, and like once I started like educating, I remember like grabbing it and it also tasted like crap. Um, but I remember then like looking at it like once I really started to understand like what it was and like milligrams and like what's a lot, what's a little, I was just like, there's three milligrams per serving. It's like... That was, that was an expensive $80. Yeah, yeah. I felt yeah. so stupid. What a good mm-hmm. salesman, though. That's yeah. what people have to look out for. Mm-hmm. So to wrap up, yep. we would love to hear what you're most excited about in your business right now and mm-hmm. if there are any products that you feel you didn't get to speak to that you'd love for people to understand. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's a great question to end on. Um, I, I think this campaign that we're launching, um, one of the... So it's kind of, it's, you know, as you build a brand, it's not so much to talk about like our cannabinoids and our tinctures and our packaging ingredients. Like we have to talk about those and we have quality and we, we do a good job of explaining that to people, but it's really like when you really are building your brand, like it's really about like connecting like emotionally with someone and, and, and driving human emotion connection. And, and I think that's, what's so exciting. In addition to helping make people happy, healthy, whole, there's that really cool side of what we're doing, which is, again, you're just like, you're connecting, you're building a brand, like people become infatuated with Beam. And so one of the things that we're launching is this Pursuit for Better campaign. And the whole idea, and it kicks off next Thursday with Matt, and we made a short documentary with him, a short film. And the whole idea is that we want to celebrate and share the stories of people in our community. And we are big believers that 
there's a lot of power in understanding the journeys of others and creating your own kind of similar to what we're talking about in launching a podcast or a business. Like you can learn about the journeys of someone else who's built a business or started a great podcast, learn from them and you can create your own thing or vice versa or something similar to that. And so this whole campaign, it's going to run through most of 2020 um, and it kicks with kicks off with Matt, but it's really this idea of it's like when you watch the film, it's not about our tinctures and why they might be better than other tinctures or why these new products might be better than other new products. It's really about Matt as a human being and like what in his like core is driving him to be him. Right now, it's being the best CrossFit athlete. Um, but in 10 years, it's, you know, what is it that's going to be driving you to be you and what's your life about? And it's really cool. And so the idea is like, if you guys might not be familiar with Matt as a CrossFit athlete, like hopefully you watch this film though and you still kind of have takeaways as to like his approach to his craft right now is inspiring to what you guys are building. And even I've already, I've watched it so many times now, but like every time I watch it, I get like chills and like it's, it's empowering. Yeah. And so not to ramble too much on it, but I would say that's one thing as a company and, and me in particular, I'm really, really excited about just because there's so much, um, anybody can just like create a product and throw it out there. And I think one of the challenges, like how do you create braggingly happy customers in the sense of like, they just love your brand. Um, and you connect and you like on an emotional level with them. And so that's one thing that's really exciting. We'll do, we'll continue to do this, not just with big athletes and big people like Matt, like a lot of different people in our community. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. I think again, like it all just kind of connects, like this is beam, this is who we are and this is what we're about. How can we watch the film? Yeah. Or when it will premiere Thursday in New York. So we have this, like, it's almost like a small wedding, um, Uh 40 person, 50 person, some of our athletes and close in Matt's network. And, um, and then after that, it'll live on our website um, so people can watch it there. Great. That's yeah. so exciting. You guys are doing so many cool things. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's a really unique, one-of-a-kind approach. Thank you. I mean, just like, I don't go on to, like, we were talking about earlier, just like, go do something. It's like, we had this idea. We're going to launch these products. Like, why don't we make a film with Matt? Like, why don't we do, like, essentially what we're doing? And we didn't have anyone to do content with. We've never made any content like this before. We didn't have a venue. We didn't even have the products. And it was just kind of like, all right, let's just like, just go do it. And we love this idea. We, we saw there's like potential in it. We just started moving and it's been about 60 days and like we can talk <laughs> offline about like the stress and like the aggravation that we've gone through and we're going to yeah, be sure. talking about this. Like we have a panel and everything and like no one's going to know like it's this week in particular, like all the stuff that went on and the challenges, the stress and all that stuff. But it was just, that was one example is like a business, like everybody is just so awesome of just like, just figure it out. And we, yeah. They're a few days away from it, so it's pretty exciting. And take your CBD. And take your CBD. <laughs> We're out. Keep, you know, keep balanced and everything, but yeah. 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 Where can people find you? Uh, Beam. Yes, so and at, you if you... Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. So at Beam, so just B-E-A-M on Instagram. That's our main social handle. And then beamtlc.com is our website. It has no THC, just TLC. And then mm-hmm. my Instagram is mattlombardi24. Great. Thank you so yes. much. We cannot oh. wait to try all these products. Yeah, Thanks, guys. we're so excited. Thank you. What a great episode with Matt. We hope you learned a lot about CBD and we'll check out Beam and enter our giveaway on Instagram on Sunday for a chance to win some of Beam's best products. Also, reminder to use code SOLOPODCAST for 15% off any of Beam's products at beamtlc.com. But before we go, we wanted to provide an overview of some of the most common CBD terms that are helpful to remember. And I actually pulled a lot of this from Beam's website, which provides a lot of helpful information on CBD. So let's start with the definition of CBD. CBD stands for cannabidiol, a naturally occurring essential oil extracted from the hemp plant. 
Another thing we talk about in this episode is the endocannabinoid system. CBD works together with our body's many internal systems, the endocannabinoid system. This system is made up of tiny receptors throughout our bodies that interact with cannabinoids, substances that are both produced inside of us, which are the endocannabinoids, and found in certain plants, phytocannabinoids. Supplementation with phytocannabinoids, such as CBD, may help the body and mind in many ways. And cannabinoid receptors are spread throughout our bodies and found in the central nervous system, peripheral nervous system, gastrointestinal system, and connective tissue. Just so interesting. Finally, let's break down the different types of CBD, which Matt talks about as a metaphor for orange juice. So CBD isolate is the purest form of CBD and is produced by removing all other compounds found in the plant, including terpenes, flavonoids, plant parts, and other cannabinoids. This is what he was talking about being like orange juice with the pulp removed. So a lot of the good plants of the part aren't parts of the plant are not included. And again, that's CBD isolate. Then there's full spectrum CBD, which is an extract that contains all compounds found naturally occurring in the plant, including terpenes, essential oils, and cannabinoids and THC as well. Then there's broad spectrum, which is what beam provides and is a mix between full spectrum and CBD isolate, but it does not include THC. So it still includes the best parts of the plant, uh, like the terpenes, cannabinoids, and essential oils. Thanks for that recap, Rye. I'm going to listen again and take notes. <laughs> and if you're enjoying our podcast so far, we hope you'll subscribe and leave us a positive review so we can continue bringing on guests that you want to hear from and grow this community. Thank you for listening. And remember, even if nothing feels right today, you tuning into this podcast and opening your mind is enough. Change doesn't happen overnight. So be patient and kind to yourself and good things will come. We'll see you next time.